Hey, welcome back. My name is Fadi Kalush, and we have a lot to talk about today. So let's go ahead and just talk this out. I used to consider myself okay with having uncomfortable conversations with people, saying the things that people don't want to say, saying things that people are too scared to say, or just saying something that's not the popular opinion. Not because I want to be a badass or, you know, go against the grain, but we all have different thoughts. We all have different views on things, but sometimes we just... It's easier just to be agreeable than it is to have your own opinion, right? And um, I say that because we've been having a lot of uncomfortable conversations here. I told you guys last time Ava's been, you know, bringing up mommy uh, a lot more than before. And yesterday we're sitting on the couch watching Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2. I'm not sure. We watched both of them yesterday. She loves uh, that Kevin McAllister. And I said, you know, Ava, everybody loves you. You have everything. And I said, and she's like, yep, everybody loves me. I said, what else do you want? What else can Santa give you? And then she said, mommy. And we, that, that sparked an uncomfortable conversation. Not uncomfortable because I didn't want to have it, but uncomfortable because like there's, there's really no explaining to a kid that age what she's, what she's feeling or what's going on. She just knows that she misses mommy. So right now that's where we're at. That's where that's where the month of December is taking us. Alright, we're just gonna keep on beating this drum with her. Or I'm just gonna keep beating this drum with her. We're gonna talk through things. I wanna get through it. On the other hand, I got Thanos. This little man's been moving around. He's walking in his walker, you know, just he, he doesn't wanna lay back. He doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna take his naps. He's just at that phase right now where he's just fussing over everything. And well that's been fun. So yeah, he started eat pureed foods, eating his oatmeal and stuff. His turds are coming out thicker, and uh, I don't know. There's one thing I don't. I don't know how often little baby boys have you know erections, but this kid, every time his diaper is changed, this dude is just rock hard. All you know, one and a half inches is just Thanos. It's um, it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of it. It's just it's yeah. Like is that a normal thing for for? little boys is i mean i think it is i i don't know when he wakes up change his diaper erection middle of the night like 1 a.m while he's sleeping changing his diaper erection this dude is just ready to go at <laughs> any given moment is what it seems like at least and it's just i right, man it, it puts smiles on my face because stories i'm gonna make fun of him for later i got this message yesterday and i want to read it to you guys it says First and foremost, I want to let you know that I enjoy your podcast and look forward to them. The reason I am sending this message is to give you a different perspective from a person that suffered depression for a long time. I had postpartum depression when I had my daughter 40 years ago, and I stopped eating, went to therapy, and got better. A few years back, I watched two of my sisters pass of cancer, and two years later, my dad and my other sister, which triggered depression and fear. I went on medication, which in my case helped. After I retired, I contemplated suicide, and I had more therapy. The reason I'm telling you this is because when you suffer from depression and anxiety, you are not able to reason. Changes can make it worse, and you have little voices in your head that dictate all these negative thoughts, and you want the hurt to stop. Depressed people need to learn what it is that you can do to stop these voices. Good friendships, keeping busy, etc., I hope this brings some light to so many questions, and if it does, I don't mean to intrude, 
but something told me to reach out to you. Keep up the good work. Your babies are wonderful. That message did mean a lot to me. That message did put things in perspective for me. I have ideas of things. I have, you know, uh, these notions in my mind. But hearing it from somebody that's gone through it over and over again and not afraid to say, you know, they contemplated suicide and what they went through, you know, just it kind of gives me that that vantage point or helps me understand that vantage point of somebody in there. I still have no idea how Amanda did it. I still have no idea what I could have saw or what I could have done differently. I could have been nicer, obviously. Right. And um, even if I was, I'm not sure exactly if those voices in her head or that pain or the depression she was hiding uh, would have gone anywhere. I, I, I don't know. That's the only thing I really have that I'm hung up on is I, I don't know what to think. And um, and like this person said, it's important. Those friendships and keeping busy. I haven't stopped moving. Like my mother-in-law is here and she's been telling me, you know, hey, why don't you go out? Why don't you go take a nap? Why don't you do something? I don't want to do any of that shit. I just want to keep moving, whether it's running errands, whether it's, you know, projects around the house. I've literally, you know, changed up a lot of things around the house over the last four months uh, for two reasons. One, it's helped me keep busy. And two, it's a uh, it's it's put my own personal touch on it where before I look around everywhere and it's, you know, Amanda did everything. Amanda had this feng shui or whatever the fuck you call it. She had the touch for design. She had the touch for uh, making things flow. Me, I mean, I would have pizza boxes glued together for a couch. You know, I, I, I don't care. It's not about it's not about money. It's not about anything else. It's just about who who cares. I don't spend that much time on a couch. I don't give a fuck about it. I remember when we got the couches that we got right now, we went to every fucking store in Virginia and sat down on every goddamn couch she liked. And the one she she fell in love with was the first one we saw. But that fucking price tag, man. Sheesh. Uh, if you guys are in the Virginia Hampton Roads area, you guys know what Haynes Furniture charges. And this couch right here. But, you know, hindsight. Uh, I, I mean, it didn't even matter, right? That couch, I spent a lot of nights on that couch. And that shit is comfortable and worth every penny. But once again, it's all Amanda. I would have never, ever picked that couch just because that price point is just not something I'd ever spend on a piece of furniture. But I spent it and uh, we did it. But um, but yeah, keeping busy and, and changing up things around here and just making it my own a little bit. And um, I know there's a lot of things I've done and she she's probably looking down on me right now. Just what like, what the fuck are you doing five days? <laughs> but it is what it is. I got to I got to get some things, you know, um. I gotta change some things, right? I gotta, I gotta find that peace for myself. I gotta, I gotta live with the stuff around me right now. It's already bad enough that, you know, I'm still sleeping. In, it's not bad. I'm not saying bad enough, but, you know, it, it's difficult sleeping in the same bed that me and her have slept in for years together. And I've been sleeping on her side of the bed ever since she passed. A uh, little fun fact. I don't know why, but I just did. I just started. You know, her pillows were always more comfortable than mine. That's something we always bought separately. She picked out her pillows, and she had those eighty-dollar pillows. I had those Walmart brand pillows that cost me like $3 and I just put three of them inside a pillowcase and called that shit comfortable. I was wrong. Uh, but you know, that's just, that's the way things are. My perspective on those voices though. I don't want to tell you guys I've never been in a low spot in my life. I have been, I've, I've, I've done some shit. I've seen some shit and I've gone through some shit and I always knew, you know, or I've always understood that it, it's a temporary moment of weakness, temporary no matter what is going on in your head, it's a temporary pain because tomorrow is always going to come. 
right? Hopefully. Tomorrow is always going to come. And I can't take that. I can't make that decision to make tomorrow not come. I just, you know, I, I, I found myself in some low spots and I got myself out. If you ask me how, I have no idea how. I just kept on pushing. I kept on pushing. Countless tears. I've cried. I've gone into the closet. I've, I've, I've sat down. I've, I've, I've driven. I've thought about, you know, hit, take that like sharp right turn or sharp left turn uh, into, you know, the medium. You know, when I was younger, it's just a, a lot of different things have happened over the course of my life. But I'm so happy. I'm so happy sitting here today that I didn't take action on any of those thoughts. Those voices are real. I get that. But you got to overcome those voices. You got to tell those, you got to you got to understand that you control those voices. Everything going on in your head is you. It's your inner thoughts. It's your inner monologue to yourself, you know? It's not a different voice talking to you. There's no there's nobody out there, you know, controlling your brain. And that's just the way I, that's what I told myself. So I had to get out of it that way. And after you do that so often and so much, that resiliency inside you starts building. So every moment that passes that you didn't sub- like submit yourself to that weak point is a memory built in your mind saying, hey, I did this already. Or, hey, I got past that already. I could do this too. And that's what my life has been. And I don't want to say I've done anything on my own. I don't believe anybody's done anything on their own. We all help. We always have help and influence from others, right? Whether it's direct help or indirect help. We always learn something from others, whether it's directly or indirectly, whether it's something you want to be or, you know, something you want to emulate or something you want to stay away from. You're going to learn from everybody you meet. And I say that because, you know, even though, although you learn from everybody you meet, you also learn from yourself. You got to walk through the fire sometimes in order to be, be able to breathe through a furnace. You know, you, you have to, you have to understand that those low points are building something so much bigger for, you know, your resiliency factor down the line. And that's what I truly believe in myself. I feel like every single hardship that I've had in my life has prepared me for a moment like this. And this is not saying that this moment is easy at all. It hasn't been easy. And every day comes with its own challenges. Every night comes with its own challenges. You know, I'm learning how to be a father. Uh, I, even though some of you guys think, you know, hey, you're, you're doing great. I, I, I'm with you. All right. But every day is still learning something new because my kids are always learning something new. So I got to adjust. So I got to be a teacher. I got to be I got to be a student also at the same time. I, I got to learn and I got to teach um, what I'm learning and what I'm teaching. I, gotta, I it's, it's difficult because it's di- it feels like there's never a path that I'm walking, a straight path. It's always just jumping around. I feel like Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian Devil had a baby and that baby's inside my mind right now because all I'm doing is jumping and spinning all over the place. But I'm not scared of it. And that's the thing. I'm not scared of those feelings. I, I welcome them because I know all they're doing is is creating growth. All right. Something I tell um, a lot of the people that work for me is pressure builds diamonds. And if you guys haven't heard that saying before, it's the you know, if you take a piece of coal and you put enough applied even pressure all over it, that coal turns into diamond. So that pressure creates diamonds. That pressure inside of you is creating something better inside of you. And I take that and I believe in it and I walk that life. I walk and I think that way. All right, I welcome it. I welcome that uncomfortable moment. We've also heard this other saying, right? Where don't judge a man by his character when everything is great. Judge him when his back is against the wall. That's when his true character is revealed. Well, I've always wanted to be that person with the characters, that true character revealed. is going to be the same as my character day in and day out. You know, pressure is, is just that. It's pressure. Life has all kinds of pressure. 
I am not going to submit to it. I'm not going to let those voices win, you know. And I, I tell you guys, I'm going to keep beating this drum right here. So much of the way we think, well, the world according to Fadi, so much of the way we think is based on what we absorb. That's food. That's, you know, uh, entertainment. Um, you know, the people around us. You you are, you are made up. You're the average of the, the five people you hang out with the most. All right. If you hang out with druggies and drunks and crackheads or whatever, more than likely you're going to be one of them people. If you hang out with people that are positive, that, you know, want to want to get the best out of themselves, you are going to be that that sixth person. All right. If you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth millionaire. That's just the way I think. And I'm not saying this just so you guys can be like Fadi. All right. There's something else that you need to understand. Six plus three equals nine. But so does five plus four. The way you do things isn't always the only way to do them. So respect other people's way of thinking. All right. I respect the way you think. And that's why I take on these conversations with people. And I, I learn from people. Right. Because I know that just because this is the world according to Fadi. I know it's not it's not Bible. It's not, you know, set in stone. Like I told you guys, I learn every day. I learn from the people around me every day. I absorb it and I take what I want from it and I turn it into what I want out of it, you know? Before I leave you guys, um, I want to read something to you. Like I said, these uh, these episodes, the reason why they're 15 minutes long is because they're unscripted and unfiltered. I don't, I you know, it was just an impromptu conversation. But once in a while, I come across something I want to read to you guys that I feel like, you know, some people might need to hear. At the end of life, what really matters is not what we bought, but what we built. Not what we got, but what we shared. Not our competence, but our character. And not our success, but our significance. Live a life that matters. Live a life of love. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, hit that follow button if you haven't done so already. And keep fucking swimming. When your arms get tired and you feel like you can't swim anymore, take a deep breath in and fucking float. All right. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.